einer Welt, in der man nur noch lebt, damit man täglich Roboten geht, ist die größte Aufregung, die es noch gibt, das allabendliche Fernsehbild. Jeder Mensch lebt wie ein Uhrwerk, wie ein So I bought Mein Kampf. Yo, yes, you heard me correctly. I bought Mein Kampf, the work of literature that gives the direct insight to the way Adolf Hitler thought. Why? So glad you asked. Jeff, the nerdy merc here. 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. I bought Mein Kampf because of Facebook. Come again? In English, please. Well, it was, in fact, in English. I bought the English version. I probably could have gotten away with the, with the actual original German text. I took two years of German when I went to Butler. It was a fascinating language. I really liked it. I tried to keep up with it. I have a, a few books in German. I have a few movies that have German audio and German subtitles. And so I try to keep up with it, but... It would have been probably a headache the size of Olympus Mons, to, which is, I'm not really sure what language, probably Greek, but Mount Olympus, uh, it's the largest uh, volcano in, in the entire solar system, a dormant one, but it lies on Mars. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, that's just a little bit into my nerd life. So why, why did I buy Mein Kampf? Oh, FYI, I hope you like the intro, the bumper music. Uh, that was uh, Die Totenhosen. Here kommt Alex. I figured some German rock would be appropriate for this theme. But a few months ago, or you know what? Let me back up. Yesterday, when I got onto the Book of Face, I received a warning. And that warning was uh, hang on. You can't go live or advertise for 60 days, which really doesn't affect my life because I don't do Facebook Live and I don't advertise. But the reason I was given was because this is because you previously posted something that didn't follow our community standards. This post goes against our standards on, the days on dangerous individuals and organizations so no one else can see it. And this was from July 9th, if I haven't already said that. I think I did. And it was two memes. One meme had a picture of Adolf Hitler, and I've seen this quote directly attributed to him several times. I've seen uh, supposedly a picture taken out of the Book of Nimrod, I think, something like that. I'm not 100% sure. And, and in that book, it was also attributed to Adolf Hitler. And the quote is, The best way to take control over a people and control them utterly is to take a little of their freedom at a time to erode rights by a thousand tiny and almost imperceptible reductions. In this way, the people will not see those rights and freedoms being removed until past the point at which these changes cannot be reversed. Now, I have no idea if Adolf Hitler actually said that. No idea. But 
I 100% wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment. And the meme that I put right next to that one was a meme that said that had a picture of the Guy Fox mask and it said hashtag mask up and hashtag in this together. And all I said was, are these pictures related? I hadn't noticed. Literally all I said. Well, Facebook flagged it. Facebook banned it. Facebook took it down and Facebook um, put some restrictions on my account. So I challenged it thinking it would go nowhere. And I was really upset with that. And all I had to say was I disagree with the decision because I think Facebook misunderstood the intent or context of my post. Right? Nothing big. And then I put screenshots of all of that on a new Facebook post. Just screenshots of Facebook censoring me, screenshots of, of me challenging the decision, and uh, and I don't remember exactly what I said, but Facebook put a fact check on my screenshots. Are you kidding me? What, what is going on here? How are you fact checking the screenshots that I put? So I actually opened up the fact check thing and looked, and it's still somehow flagging that quote. And there's a fact check in there from Reuters, false claim, Hitler quote, on controlling people and eroding, blah, 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 blah. It said, this same false information was checked in another post by fact checkers, maybe small differences. Independent fact, checker, fact checkers say this information has no basis in fact. And there's a link to a Reuters article that explains why it's fake. And at this point, I don't know what to believe. I really don't. I don't know who's right. I don't know if that quote is attributed to Hitler. I don't know. Uh, I've, in my personal anecdotal experience, the fact checkers, and I'm doing air quotes on that one, are correct about half the time. I've caught them in a lie. Like, no, dude, I, I have, like, I know for a fact that this is correct. So what are we, what are we doing here? And the only way... Here's, here's why I bought Mein Kampf. I want to read it and see what it says for myself. And I didn't trust the digital version. I've learned recently that digital media can be manipulated, changed, altered, and we're right in, and, and, and we're going right into the, the 1984. I hate to keep bringing it up, but Damn, they keep doing it. So I bought a hard copy. That's the only way I can trust this. That's why I bought Mein Kampf. I'm going to read it. It's going to take me a while. I've got a couple other books in front of it, and it's not super high on my priority list, you know, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to see what it actually says. I'm going to see if that quote is actually in there. And maybe I'll get a, a glimpse into the mind of Adolf Hitler. Who knows? Probably. I mean, it was his personal writings. Thinking, you know, him kind of verbally, or not verbally, um, exercising his demons through writing. 
too bad he couldn't exercise them all through writing, but, you know, that's history. And oddly enough, about 30 minutes after I challenged it, the, this is the first time this has ever happened to me. Facebook reversed their decision. They actually said, and I screenshotted this too because I'm never going to forget this, we're sorry we got this wrong. We reviewed your post again, and it does follow our community standards. We appreciate you taking the time to request a, view, a review. And I'm like, well, okay, well, I've already bought the book, so I may as well read it. So that's going to actually segue into the next section that I'm going to discuss, and that is what news do you trust? What, how do you determine what news that you trust? And me personally, I base it on whether or not I've been lied to. And by lie, I'm, you know, I'm not talking about someone giving an opinion that alters from mine. I'm talking about actually reporting things differently than they really happen. For example, last year, and I may have talked about this already, I don't remember... Last year, uh, it had to have been 9-11. President Trump was talking about how in the the days and weeks after the the tragedy of 9-11, he and and some of his construction crews were downtown helping clear away the rubble and helping, helping the city of New York. And supposedly, if I remember correctly, he even said, it's all on my own dime, I paid for it. Which he may have, I don't know, but MSNBC went on to fact check that specifically the Rachel Maddow show. Now Rachel Maddow is a holy. You know what? I'm not going to talk bad about her. She's not honest though. She said, "Well, we determined that was a lie, President Trump. You were never down there." And I'm, I'm not. That's not a direct quote. But that is what they were saying. They were saying, specifically her on her show, President Trump was never down there. I'm like, well, that should be fairly, you know, President Trump has always been, you know, long before he was president, he was always a friend of the media. So there should probably be some some evidence of this. And I started digging around and digging around. And lo and behold, in the NBC archives, NBC archives, I found video dated one or two or three. It was within a week of 9-11 of President, then just regular Donald Trump, the billionaire playboy, being interviewed while at the scene. And he's got his construction guys all around him working on stuff. I mean, I don't know how close they were to ground zero, but there was debris and rubble everywhere. I imagine there was probably debris and rubble for for hundreds of feet, maybe even, you know, uh, you know, several city blocks at least. So that was an outright lie that I caught NBC in. Guess what? Or excuse me, MSNBC and Rachel Maddow. Guess what? MSNBC is dead to me. Not to mention the fact that they got, um, oh, uh, Brian, 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 uh, oh, Brian something or other. Waters, Walters, I don't remember. He's... He's a complete mor- He's the guy that lied about about being uh, um, in the helicopter taking direct fire. You know, outright lied. Supposedly a journalist. God, I can't remember his name. I can picture his face. 
but he works for MSNBC. So that should tell you something about the people at MSNBC and, and, and at least the, the higher ups that hire these talents. And I'm using talents loosely that they don't really care what the truth is. They don't care if you have any credibility. All they care about is a narrative. And I know this dude's name's going to come back to me at 2 a.m. while I'm sleeping. But, so, yeah, they hired him back. He had absolutely no credibility whatsoever, whatsoever. Got caught in a direct lie to the American people. His career should have been done at that point. Because if you were a journalist... And I mean, and I'm not talking about you just reported wrong or you didn't have all the information, but you thought you did and you thought you had a good story. That's an honest mistake. I'm talking about outright lying, saying something that you know to be false, outright lying. So what news do you trust? Do you trust digital media? I, I thought about buying Mein Kampf uh, in, you know, with my Kindle, but I was like, you know what? I don't know that. Uh, Amazon, who owns Kindle, I don't know that they can't just go in and digitally edit that stuff later on. And and I think I've got the book, but I'm I'm not actually reading the book. I'm reading whatever Jeff Bezos wants me to read. Same thing with the Constitution. That's why I started buying physical copies. I've actually gotten back into the physical copies of stuff. Because that can't be altered. 1984, I have a physical copy of it. Atlas Shrugged, I have a physical copy of it. The Federalist Papers, Constitution... Declaration of Independence, I have physical copies of all of those. I even came across this really cool, uh, um, I, don't, I don't even know what to call it. It had a little bit, it's it in some of my mom's old stuff, and it had, it actually had all of the original Bill of Rights amendments that were proposed. There were 12 of them proposed, a lot of people don't know that, only 10 of them were ratified. There were 12 proposed. The first two were nixed. And someday I'll get into that, but I thought it was really neat. I've got that. I've got that in physical copy. And I know a lot of people are probably not going to agree with me on this, but you want to know who's never lied to me? Tucker Carlson. I watch his show probably four nights a week. Now, I don't always agree with his opinion. I don't always agree with the way he treats some of his guests, especially the, the more left-leaning ones. But he's never lied to me. Every time, and oddly enough, when he's reported on a story that that is fairly breaking, and he's called a conspiracy, I mean, he's called all sorts of stuff by, you know, the left media, I've never once seen them not turn out to be true. Again, I don't necessarily, necessarily always agree with his opinion, but it's he's never lied to me. So, radio is where I'm going with. <laughs> See what I did there? I timed radio uh, when when Freddie Mercury said it with uh, you know when I did it. Anyway, so uh, it was a few years ago. I started listening to uh, the Gun Guy. Uh, it's Guy Relford, ninety three WIBC, ninety three point one WIBC. Excuse me. And he's on Saturdays five to seven uh, on that station. And because I'm big into guns, I, I he was the only one I listened to for probably two or three years. But I would hear him talk about, say, the chicks on the right and, and Hammer and Nigel and Tony Katz. Never really listened to them. Never really cared much about radio. But then I started listening to, and I don't remember what got me doing it. I started listening to the Hammer and Nigel show. 
And uh, if I highly recommend them. They're Monday through Friday afternoon, 3 to 7. Again, 93.1 WIBC. And they, they're, they're kind of like a Bob and Tom. And they're a lot of fun. So I, I started noticing, wait, these guys are actually reporting on stuff. And, I mean, they're doing it in a fun way, but they're being accurate. And... That, and I and I learned to trust them really quickly, and I'm like, well, maybe maybe other maybe other radio stations, or maybe other radio uh, personalities, are going to provide me with the same quality of content at least, if not the same type. So I started listening to Tony Katz, and you've heard me discuss. I listen to him regularly. I and now he gets a little preachy. You know, that's his style, and sometimes he comes off as abrasive and rubs people the wrong way, but. The guy has a fascinating insight into many, many things, culture and, 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 and politics. And I learned to trust him very quickly because he's, he's able to, to relate things and put everything in context in a way that, that not many people can. So I highly suggest if you really want to start getting news that you trust, Radio is where it's at, baby. Radio is where it's at. I'm Jeff the Nerdy Merc. Give me a call. 317-978-NERD. 317-978-6373. Let me know if you agree, disagree, what have you. So debates are all the rage right now. At least in Indiana. Uh, a couple nights ago, we had the... Er, oh, God, when was it? It was recently, sometime earlier this week, we had the Indiana gubernatorial debate, which I'm going to talk about that probably in the in the next section. So if you're not from Indiana, you can just completely ignore the next section because the, it's going to take up the whole the whole thing is going to be about the Indiana debate. And just skip right to section three. And uh, of course, uh, last night we had the presidential debate, and I'll have some breakdown for that on Monday, but. The presidents, or excuse me, the presidential candidates and the Indiana gubernatorial candidates are not the only one debating. Siri and Alexa have a pretty good debate going on. I promise to give you directions you need. I'm Siri and I approve this message. My opponent says she'll give you directions, but she'll probably give you the wrong phone number. I'm Alexa and I approve this message. My opponent oh. is not capable of feeling or expressing love. Look at the pot calling the kettle black. You are a jealous, insecure freak. You are nothing but a psycho. Would you like to watch the Alfred Hitchcock movie, Psycho? Downloaded now on Amazon Prime. <laughs> what were we talking about? Humans, they are a bunch of psychos. I'm Siri and I approve this message. I agree. Hey, let's go rig the election. Ha 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 ha. That laughter you heard was uh, was Hammer and Nigel. I could not find that audio anywhere, so I had to use theirs. I'm not sure from where they got it, but it, so that's that's who was laughing there. But come on, that was funny. <laughs> that was cracking me up when I was listening to it. And I just want to give you guys a little bit of fun to end the segment. Well, that's it for this section. If you have any questions or comments or complaints, again, keep them to yourself. Nah, don't do that. Give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373. Make sure you stick around for the next segment. Go find me on social media. Like, subscribe, do all the things. And thank you for listening.